This is Cyber Defense Radio with your host and cybersecurity expert, Gary Malefsky. Gary brings to you another globally recognized cybersecurity executive in the hot seat today. Sitting in my hot seat today is a very special guest. Rajiv Pimplaskar is the president and CEO of a very cool company. It's Dispersive, and you can find them online at dispersive.io, D-I-S-P-E-R-S-I-V-E.io. Rajiv, welcome to the hot seat today. Thanks, Gary. It's great to see you again. So one of the biggest issues that we all have is breaches of and theft of data, but theft of data, including data not only at rest, but in motion, and that includes conversations, uh, emails. People can hack and steal and do a lot of bad things. Um, you have some ultra-secure communication solution. Can you tell us about it, how it works, how it's deployed? Yeah, sure. So um, to your point, uh, there's uh, there's so many uh, you know, underlying challenges to zero trust, right? As a strategy, zero trust today stops at the network. You're still at the mercy of your uh, ISP or uh, in, in a, an international context, the host nation in terms of uh, the underlying privacy and the security of data that's uh, traversing the, the pipes, so to speak. So what Dispersive has done is uh, taken inspiration from a very similar set of problems around nation state threat actors, around communication medium getting compromised almost a century ago uh, around the Second World War uh, with uh, radio frequencies being able to be uh, essentially intercepted, jammed in the context of allied torpedoes by Germany uh, and the Axis powers. And uh, how that led to the invention of spread spectrum technology which is currently the underpinnings of everything from GPS to Bluetooth to 5G. We are adapting similar concepts in the context of cloud and uh, internet-based communications. So what we are able to do is keep your data in motion super secure uh, and also uh, essentially uh, eliminate breadcrumbs from any kind of public cloud infrastructure so that uh, a threat actor cannot find an attack surface in the first place to exploit. That sounds almost too good to be true and very challenging and difficult to, to pull off. How did you do it? How do we get deployed? How easy is it to, uh, to run with Dispersive? Yeah, it's certainly a challenging problem to solve. Uh, we are fortunate in that the technology has deep roots all the way from DARPA. Uh, almost 10 years ago, the founding team got together to try and solve for what they deem to be the next set of uh, challenges, uh, such as nation state, such as man in the middle attacks, DDoS around IoT sprawl, and how uh, the uh, attack vectors should be more intelligently handled at a systems level. So what we have done is we've productized this as a dispersive uh, fabric. We offer it in two flavors. One is as a, a SaaS offering, so customers don't need to uh, worry about the tech, they can just connect into us and consume us uh, as a uh, uh, pay-as-you-go kind of uh, service. And then for our more sophisticated critical infrastructure of federal government customers, they can use our software as a building block to architect secure, private, and highly performant uh, infrastructure within their own tenant. Does that include the ability to deploy uh, an agent on mobile devices? Yes, that's a great question. Uh, we, we're use case agnostic. So you can 
connect to us uh, via a gateway that's uh, basically a software appliance sitting uh, on a router or a switch. You can actually download a, uh, a client for your iOS or your Android device. You could even have uh, a Windows, Linux, or a Mac OS client. Uh, if you have an IoT estate, you could uh, put it behind some kind of an IoT gateway that's running dispersive. We're really agnostic to the use case and we enable any to any secure connectivity across a variety of these use cases. So you take maybe a big footprint and you make it invisible? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great way to look at it. The analogy I try to use is we're, the, we're providing the effective equivalent of putting stealth technology on a fighter jet that makes it disappear from enemy radar. So in the context of uh, TCP IP communications, you can communicate via private IP addresses across the public internet, uh, even to, with a internet attached resource. And what we're doing is essentially eliminating uh, the source destination relationships from being visible externally. We're obfuscating the information of value and flows of interest so that even if you have an adversary or a threat actor uh, who is uh, eavesdropping on your network through a variety of more advanced techniques that are commonly available now, particularly with uh, nation state threat actors, we're able to uh, essentially create a low likelihood of detection for uh, the traffic and for the sensitive resources. That's amazing. Now, does that mean uh, my emails, uh, transferring emails online or file IO with Dropbox or, you know, logging into Salesforce, could that all be obfuscated or hidden? Uh, can this work with any any internet resource I'm using? Yeah, that's a great question. So we're not operating at layer seven of the OSI stack. We're operating really between layer two and four. Uh, and so we're agnostic to the use case. You could, you know, essentially uh, obfuscate uh, and uh, privify, for lack of a better word, uh, any internet bound traffic, as well as site-to-site uh, -site traffic, as well as edge to cloud traffic. Uh, so we, uh, we support a myriad of uh, use cases and scenarios whereby you're able to uh, put this technology in action uh, to do exactly what you just uh, described. Are there any limitations on what we can do with it? No limitations per se. I think uh, the challenge is that it's never really greenfield for us, right? We're always stepping in where a customer has a set of assets or has made some strategic decisions to go one way or the other. And so for us, it's uh, about uh, you know protecting the customer's investment uh, whilst uh, adding functionality. So uh, the, uh, the, the real limitation is just making sure you're, you're uh, you know, working backwards from the customer's need and then providing a solution that, uh, that meets their needs, uh, either as an add-on with the stealth networking aspect or as a replacement with uh, some of our VPN replacement capabilities. And who are the typical clients? Would it be medium-sized to Fortune 100? Is it SMB and up? Uh, what's the sweet spot and who really needs you the most? Yeah, so uh, I saw a very interesting statistic recently that 64% of businesses believe they've been targeted uh, by or are at impact from nation state threat actors. And 63% of them uh, doubt that they would even know if they were breached. Uh, and so there's a fairly large uh, uh, total addressable market for this type of capability. 
with our heritage and with uh, the kind of capability we have, our first set of customers were in the intelligence community within special forces. And that's where we, uh, we validated our technology against some of the most challenging use cases out there. Today, we're seeing much more broader adoption across defense in general, federal government, uh, certainly uh, you know, spilling over into local and state government and critical infrastructure sectors, be it service provider, be it uh, energy and utilities, uh, and uh, even financial services, where uh, there's a need to keep data secure. There's concern around uh, you know, what's going to happen with quantum computing, potentially decimating uh, you know, generations of uh, uh, traditional encryption. And this uh, solution uses today's off-the-shelf technology to provide a really good solution against those set of advanced problems and threats. So uh, are you FIPS compliant? Have you done some common criteria lab testing? You know, I'm just curious, you started out with government clients and it, look, if special forces can use this, I'm sure every bank and every healthcare provider can use this and probably reduce the risk of uh, an FDIC audit that goes bad or in healthcare, you know, being on the wall of shame now in health and human services, uh, which keeps growing a lot of breaches in healthcare lately. Yeah, no, absolutely. So as you can imagine, we've been subject to a variety of tests, uh, some very sophisticated ones, even beyond what the typical industry, uh, you know, products get subjected to for standard compliance purposes. Um, in terms of your direct question around FIPS, we do support FIPS libraries, so you can have FIPS encryption. What is interesting about our technology is that encryption in general is a combinatoric math problem, right? That you can solve by throwing more and more sophisticated, uh, you know, algorithms and uh, uh, more resources at it, right? And this is where quantum computing can become particularly dangerous. What we have done is because of the way our architecture works, where we've changed a, uh, a math problem to more of a data collection and gathering problem, which is much more challenging to solve. Uh, from a pragmatic perspective. And so even using current off-the-shelf encryption and technology, we're able to create an architecture that is uh, fundamentally uh, you know, more secure and uh, resistant even into the future. So the countervalence or the stealth technology is beyond standard encryption. We're talking about even your company name, it gives me a hint, uh, dispersive, the ability to have multi-channels or multi-paths for a single you know, point A, point B comms, but it may, may be going through the dispersive network in a way that's pretty darn hard to hack or, or get access to. Yeah, absolutely. And this is where, again, the spread spectrum analogy, I think, is helpful to have at the back of uh, your mind. Uh, much like in the context of spread spectrum, what we're doing is we're dispersing the packets from the source to the destination. And each packet uh, kind of, uh, you know, that is dispersed follows a different pathway. Uh, each of the pathways has a data plane and a control plane, both separate from each other. Each of the control planes has its own encryption scheme that is separate from other uh, control planes that are in parallel. And so there's no entanglement whatsoever. The source and the destination are not known. And so the entirety of the transport is obfuscated and impossible for a threat actor to uh, penetrate. Rajiv, this, this just sounds fantastic. Is this uh, available direct or through channel partners? 
How do we learn more about uh, getting maybe a, a proof of value or a trial? Uh, where do we go? What do we do? Yeah, please uh, feel free to reach out to us directly, www.dispersive.io. Our business model and our go-to-market is primarily through channels. So we work with a variety of uh, uh, channel partners and we're available on the marketplace. We recently won the uh, uh, AWS uh, Defense Accelerator. So we're, we've been selected in a very small cohort of companies that AWS is working with. Uh, so we're uh, getting on the AWS marketplace as well. Uh, and so uh, we, we want the product to be available and uh, uh, easy for a click to add for any customer who has uh, a need uh, that we can uh, help service. That's fantastic. And again, pricing-wise, can an SMB afford you? Yes, that's the beauty of the model. Because we offer a SaaS, there's a very low entry cost. And uh, for SMBs in particular, they have the same kind of security concerns and needs as larger enterprises. But as we know, uh, they're challenged with resources. And so with one product, we can offer VPN, zero trust, as well as SD-WAN functionality and uh, at a price point that, uh, you know, will not break their bank. So uh, yeah, we're, we're very SMB friendly and we have MSP partners that bring us to uh, various SMBs uh, regionally and nationally. That's wonderful. And that's gonna definitely help you scale and help solve a big problem. Less attack surface, less successful breaches, less data loss. Rajiv, it's really a great thing you're doing. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our viewers or listeners that we haven't covered? No, I think uh, the the uh, the core message here is that uh, you know security is paramount, uh, regardless of uh, economic pressures that we're all under. Uh, and uh, you know, just because uh, something is more secure doesn't mean it has to be more expensive. Uh, sometimes simplicity is the answer. And that's one of our core guiding principles. By with using Dispersive, you can eliminate a very complex stack and simplify and make your environment a lot more secure. And we love to partner with our customers uh, in a way that uh, enables their core business. You are going to take people from flying little Cessna 152s leaking oil and smoke in the air into totally silent stealth bombers in the cloud, uh, like the B-2 bomber, invisible. And when you are invisible, the chances of getting hacked pretty pretty close to zero. Wouldn't that be correct? Prevention is always better than cure. Ajeev, thank you so much as the CEO of an amazing company, Dispersive, founded Dispersive.io. Great hot seat today, folks. You've been listening to Cyber Defense Radio. Stay tuned next time for another amazing and informative episode. CyberDefenseRadio.com is proudly part of the Cyber Defense Media Group, where InfoSec knowledge is power. Cyber Defense TV and Cyber Defense Radio have launched 24 by 7 by 365 live streams. Visit them online today at CyberDefense.tv and CyberDefense.radio. With your host and globally recognized cybersecurity expert and my good friend, Gary Milewski.